need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. want to thank everybody for tuning in today. So uh, we're going to be talking a lot about election fraud and border security fraud. Uh, election fraud associated with border security fraud. And uh, also what might be going on with the plan, the Biden plan for this endless migration I think it does have a lot to do with ballot harvesting and border security. We're, we're going to, a couple of new things have come out and we're going to be talking about that. But uh, first, you know, the Supreme Court weighed in. Uh, they said, I love how the Joe Biden administration likes immunity only when it benefits them. So uh, SCOTUS issues a 9-0 ruling uh, with regard to presidential moody immunity, because I guess it involves Trump, but that's going to come back to backfire against a lot of politicians, including Joe Biden. So be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. All right. So uh, there's a lot of talk also heading into this election season about the spying that's going on. American citizens. And one of the things that's happening is uh, uh, Jake Sullivan has reissued the, um, you know, a new FISA warrant uh, plan. And so we're going to get to that here in just a minute. But uh, they, they're issuing this and it allows them to basically spy on on every American. And Trump is putting out ads that are, you know, kind of shining light on that and saying a lot and doing a lot of things that, and I was just trying, I was trying to find the, uh, the Jake Sullivan ad right here. Here it is. So NSA Jake Sullivan on amending the foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, 
to require a warrant for every query of lawfully collected data. We do not believe that this that 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 serves the national security interest of the United States. So NSA Jake Sullivan on amending the FISA warrant to require a warrant for every query of lawfully collected data. Wow. It's time to, Rand Paul wrote in response to this, it's time to end the unconstitutional spying of Americans and restore our Fourth Amendment rights. No more sacrificing our freedoms in the name of national security because the national security people are liars. They're just cheats. They're, they're, they're liberals and they've gone off the reservation. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and play this. I haven't even heard this one, this clip, but, uh, we'll hear it together. All right, let's take a listen. On FISA, there are a couple of amendments that are being considered. One of them would require a warrant for every query of lawfully collected data. If that were to pass and get into the bill, would the president veto that bill? Uh, so I'm not in a position to stand here today and make veto threats on behalf of the president. Those are, are um, you know, decisions for him to make. What I will tell you is that we do not believe that that serves the national security interests of the United States. And in fact, today I will be making that case to a number of members uh, that the warrant requirement as conceived is not the best way actually to ensure the protection of the personal privacy of Americans. There are a number of other elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to protect the civil liberties of Americans. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA and frankly it would put victims at risk. All right, so again, Rand Paul is standing up for civil liberties. Speaking of civil liberties, all of our civil liberties would be uh, trampled upon if someone like Secretary of State of Colorado, Jenna Greswell, has her way, says it would be confusing and suppressive to allow Donald Trump on the ballot. We're still awaiting the Supreme Court decision to nuke the Colorado decision, the Supreme Court decision. But let's take a listen. States like Colorado believe that it is confusing and potentially suppressive to put a candidate on a ballot who cannot assume office. That's why, just like that non-natural-born citizen, uh, we kept Donald Trump off because he is disqualified, in, in, from our perspective, under the Constitution for being an oath-breaking insurrectionist. States like Colorado believe... <laughs> so an oath-breaking insurrectionist. Yet nobody's ever been charged with insurrection. So I could just wake up one day and call this Griswold monster an insurrectionist just for uh, supporting open borders. And then what? Because she's violating the law as Secretary of State when it comes to election fraud mail-in balloting, and open borders. That's what she's doing as Secretary of State of Colorado. She's allowing migrants to come into Colorado and work for, like slaves for cheap labor. And she should be an insurrectionist. She should be uh, held accountable for her actions, and she should be impeached. Now, that's the way I see it for her. 
Now, do I have a right to do that? Maybe not, you know? Maybe she's within her legal bounds. But so is Trump. Trump said, march peacefully and patriotically and to go home. It was Nancy Pelosi and her Gestapo police, her Stasi, that did the bad deeds. And let's not forget that Richard Byrd, the Capitol Hill police, undercover police officer, shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. We said we're going to talk about election fraud. Finally uh, finished Fulton County, Georgia. Only took eight months of starting over multiple times to get rid, get, get it right. So this person, mad liberals, basically said, when comparing the original ballots of the recount, we found a whopping 5,812 5, that were just missing in the recount. And the pattern is just completely random. And in the recount, 1581, 1,581 ballots were added that were not in the recount. These did not have the required duplicate marking on them and did not match the patterns of the missing original ones. So you get a total of 6,362 strays, double ballots, doubled ballots in the original. And then 5,551 strays doubled ballots in the recount. Weird how those numbers are pretty darn close. So then they had this video that's showing this video. It says, it's a few thousand double ballots, but I'll I'll be sending out my full Georgia report, hopefully by February 20th. So huge thanks to war Trump on getting, war-torn Trump on getting Fulton done. So there, there's a lot of patriots out there doing a lot of really, really hard work. So Chicago police just became a less safe and a lot more dangerous and socialist mayor, Brandon Johnson, ends the u- use of shot spotter to help police nab the bad guys. Now, Kansas City had their parade and then they had a shooting. And again, it was a bunch of gangbanger thugs that did it. And uh, they can't even have a parade in it. I hear, I hear Kansas City is very dangerous, as are a lot of American cities run by a lot of liberals. And you just wonder what's going on, you know, in the minority communities that are allowing themselves to run lawless like this. And, of course, it's Soros DAs. It's a whole bunch of things. It's reparations uh, allowing for this crime. Uh, it's two standards of justice. It's it's absolutely out of whack. It's dividing America. We're losing our way because, you know, when people start to cut the line, whether it's border security or getting away with crime, you start to see all these people going through the, uh, you know, like if you're stuck in traffic and all these people start to use that apron on the right. And next thing you know, one person does it. You're like, oh, look at that jerk. And then everybody starts to do it. You're like, well, I'm never going to get home with, if I don't get on that bandwagon because they're cutting back in and they're causing the traffic delays and it's all a big problem. So at some point, people feel compelled to get in that illegal lane, right? You know, it reminds me of that famous thing I used to play a lot with Dinesh D'Souza talking about the wagon pullers being demonized and the people sitting in the wagon doing nothing were grandized. And you're like, 
Well, maybe I'll stop pulling the wagon. Maybe I'll get back in the wagon. Maybe I'll get in the wagon and get pulled too. That's exactly what the big government wants. They want to actually control you. They want to support you, but not really. But they want to lure you in. They want to lure you into the cave, and then they want to lock the door. That's that's what they're doing. So this guy stops a shot spotter, ending shot spotter in Chicago. And here's why he's doing it. The contract for ShotSpotter, which which will, is basically an audio recording device that can can through artificial intelligence algorithms and things like that can pinpoint the location of a gunshot. You know by coordinates, so you hear the gunshot, it'll tell you where it thinks the gunshot came from, based on echoes and things like that, and it's a way to send uh, enforcement out there and put an end to the gun shootings, right? And uh, to find out what's going on. Maybe make arrests. It's a useful tool. But that causes a lot of crime statistics to go up. So everybody's talking about Chicago being crime. It's impacting their... People don't want to travel, travel there anymore. People are afraid to go to Chicago. So... It's hurting their tourism. It's hurting a lot of things. Chicago is a beautiful city with beautiful people and a beautiful culture and a beautiful history. But they're allowing it to just be run over by lawlessness. It's not the guns. They have the strictest gun laws on the planet. But it's the people that are pulling the trigger. Just like all these shootings are a bunch of mental ill patients that call themselves trans. You wonder, oh, well, what's a common denominator? It's the gun. That's the liberals see it as a gun. Conservatives see it as behavior, responsibility. Lock them up and, and don't let them out until they learn the error of their ways. So ending shot spotter in Chicago will make it more difficult to track gun violence and arrest shooters which will achieve the socialist mayor Brandon Johnson's true objective, reducing crime statistics with less arrests on the books and fewer prosecutions. He will claim victory. So basically, because they're less able to to find and enforce crime, they'll have lower crime statistics. And so therefore, then he'll say, Crime went down in the last year under my watch. He'll say that in an election year when he goes for re-election in one or two years. He's going to say, we, do, we got crime down. It's like, no, you ended the tools that actually allow you to catch crime. So naturally, you know, it's sort of like um, if you allow everybody to go through the border and don't check them, it's like border crossings have gone down. That's because you're not documenting 98% of the border crossings. You're not even documenting them. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Right? So, I mean, that's what's going on. All right. So this farmer issues a stern warning to Joe Biden. You have to listen to this. This guy's voice is beautiful. He's like a farmer from the Midwest. The guy is like salt of the earth guy. Right? I mean, you look up the word man and there he is. He's a man. Very, very good American. 
And uh, so this guy just makes so much sense. And he's got a great voice. He's articulate, smart, and he's totally serious and means business. But I love this video, uh, this audio. So uh, take a listen. Joe Biden, you're going to start a civil war in this country. You better listen to these people out here. It wouldn't matter if you had the whole United States Army, Marines, Air Force, and everybody against us. You've seen what happens in Afghanistan, all these countries where people try to go in. There'd be a guerrilla warfare like nobody's business. You better back off of trying to steal our freedom by attacking the Second Amendment. It is not us law-abiding people that are loaded with guns that's killing these kids. You Democrats and you liberals are reaping what you've sown in this country. You sowed evolution and godlessness in our schools, and you've made kids think they're just no more than animals and no accountability to God, and you've opened up demonic possession all across this country. And perverse, you're more concerned about queers and perverts than you are uh, taking care of this nation and preserving the Constitution. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to start a civil war. You go after this Second Amendment, you will start a civil war. And I'll tell you, you're going to tear this country to shreds. You need to resign. Your vice president needs to resign. Nancy Pelosi needs to resign. And we're going to take this country back. You just watch what I tell you. But you better back up. You're going to start a civil war. And you're going to wish you'd never attack the Second Amendment. We're not giving it up. You're not taking it from us. You're not taking our right to self-defense, protecting our families and our homes. And you're not taking our right to overthrow a tyrannical government. Joe. Wow. I could listen to that all day long. I could just put that on loop. <laughs> That's, that is one of the best things I have heard in a while, I have to say. Wow. That almost gives me goosebumps. So uh, here, caught Obama... CIA exposed in bombshell report asking foreign agencies to illegally spy on President Trump uh, in the Russian hoax. Now, we knew this all along, but this is new report. This is brand new reporting now. Okay, this is brand new. And what this is, is new information where Trump was right all along. The CIA was exposed. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. exposes the CIA for crimes committed on U.S. soil against millions of Americans involving bioweapons experiments, Operation uh, Paperclip, MK Ultra, and mind control, anthrax attack on U.S. Capitol, and a bunch of other things. This was another clip, but this one here is new. This is by Michael Schellenberger who is one of the investigative journalists that was part of the Twitter files along with Matt Taibbi. And these guys were not lifelong Republicans. They were lifelong Democrats. And they've sort of flipped, I guess. But they're exposing this stuff. Let's take a listen. Curating the 2016 Russia collusion hoax by asking foreign intelligence agencies to illegally spy on the Mm. Trump campaign. Lucas Tomlinson in Washington with more. Lucas. Good early morning, Carly and Todd. This report from Substack citing multiple unnamed sources claims the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to help spy on more than two dozen associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election. It reads in part, quote, 
President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes to target. A source confirmed that the IC had identified them as people to bump or make contact with. or man- You know, the Five Eyes he's talking about are like New Zealand, UK, Canada, um, and the United States, right? So New Zealand, Australia, Canada, UK, and the United States. Those are the five eyes. And we were talking about this infinitum back in the day, but let's continue. Manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation. Boris Johnson, the five eyes by the way, Boris Johnson was foreign services, uh, foreign ambassador. Uh, he was basically our their secretary of state back when Russian hoax was happening and he was going against Trump and he was working with GCHQ and MI6 and doing a whole bunch of things. He's also the guy instrumental in ending the Minsk agreement that would have restored peace between Ukraine and Russia. So these globalists and their globalist agenda, Boris Johnson's father uh, also advocated for depopulation, as does Boris Johnson, as does all the World Economic Forum young uh, leaders, young world leaders. So, wow, it's crazy stuff, but they're being exposed like there's no tomorrow. Nations are the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Here's one of the reporters, Michael Schellenberger, who spoke to Jesse Waters last night. If this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. The report was released at the same time House conservatives are preparing a bill that would reauthorize Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act that allows the government to collect communications from foreigners abroad. And today, the House Rules Committee is set to meet over that FISA reform bill, guys. So here's the the thing about this, okay? Think about this. Get your head around this one, all right? I, I have a feeling... I've heard from many sources and many people that I've talked to, where Trump, what the whole Mar-a-Lago raid was about was Trump had a dossier, and the dossier included a lot of stuff on Crossfire Hurricane, which was connected with this Russian hoax scheme, okay? And he had a lot of documentations on that. And what he did was he um, declassified all of that stuff on multiple occasions, not just, just before January 20th. But earlier on, during his presidency, and he gave uh, John Ratcliffe and uh, Rick Grinnell full access to everything, and he declassified everything. You remember that he was on the chopper, you know, on the uh, on the tarmac in the front of the White House with the chopper coming into play, right? Remember he used to do the chopper talks. Well, he said that. To the reporters, yeah, I'm going to declassify everything, everything. Everything's going to come out. And it didn't. And he kept it close to the vest. And they raided his house because they wanted access to this data. But because it was declassified, anybody could have had it. He could have shared it. If it was classified, he, would have, he, would, he could go to jail for sharing it with his sons or his close confidants, his best friends, his trusted 
advisors. But because they were declassified, he could actually bury them, hide them. So they weren't probably even at Mar-a-Lago. He was probably suspecting that that could happen. So he probably didn't lose them. But I think that what's coming out now in this Substack report with these un, um, undisclosed uh, informants is uh, anonymous sources. I think the anonymous sources are probably within the Trump ecosystem. And that they're getting these documents. They have the proof. And they're getting these documents. And this is what's happening. is It's an exposure of the what they were doing to Trump. Hunter Biden's former business associate, Tony Bobulinski, testified under oath that Joe Biden is the big guy. It's all coming out. I'm told by sources in the room right now with Tony Bobulinski that he's testified under oath that he did, of course, meet with Joe Biden back in 2017 in Los Angeles on the sidelines of that Milken conference. And it wasn't just a quick meeting. Apparently, Bobulinski testified that he met with Joe Biden for 45 minutes to an hour back in May 2017. So that's happening right now. Also, a source told me that Bobulinski has, in fact, confirmed under oath that Joe Biden is the big guy or he was the big guy in those emails that, of course, have been floating around for years. And I'm told by sources in the room right now with Tony Boblin. There you go. We, stuff we've known. It's a, it's a shame in one sense, you know. It'd be nice to be surprised. But on the Scott Adams show, that's not what happens. We, we tell the truth and we tell it early. You get all this stuff years ago. It's just, we're just being corroborated now, which is kind of nice, you know. Hey, I was right. I'm not a tinfoil hat conspiracy nut job. So I don't need therapy. <laughs> you know, it's kind of refreshing, right? All right. Uh, California Congress- Congresswoman, uh, this woman is so, so stupid. This woman. Um, gosh, what's her name? You explain how that would. Well, be- in any case, uh, she is in Congress. And she's running for a Senate seat in California because I hear they're in the wake of Dianne Feinstein. They're coming available. Um, And she wants $50 minimum wage. So therefore, Chipotle, for example, is pulling out of California or they're going to have to raise their prices either way. Um, You got all kinds of fast food restaurants going out of business. You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have 60 seconds. First, let me say I um, owned and ran. Oh, that's Barbara Lee. Barbara Lee, uh, Democrat candidate for U.S. Senate small business for um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs. Benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means. and that. So she's basically going with the old model of, you know, give people more vacation, they'll be more productive and everybody's happier. And you'll have more sustainability and more retention. So therefore, you don't have to constantly rehire, waste time hiring and firing and, tra- and training. Uh, she's going on that business model. But $50 an hour... <laughs> That's going to put every small business out of business. They're going to, every one of the small businesses, which is the lion's share of revenue in a state, will just simply get up and leave. They're paying higher taxes than anywhere else. Now they're going to be forced to pay those wages. 
They're going to need help if they're going to prosper, and they can't. They can't. It's it's absolutely off the charts, insane. So almost unbelievable, isn't it? There is no other reason that the DOJ doesn't want a person to prove that they are a citizen. Obviously, they want the right to cheat more than they want the right they want to protect the integrity of the vote. Do you know every time a person votes illegally, it neutralizes a legal citizen's vote? Yet those people, those legal citizens who vote, whose vote is disenfranchised by an illegal vote or ballot, doesn't get the same consideration from the courts because the courts are sort of bound by this constitutional protection that says every, every, every citizen has a right to vote. I don't even know they use the word citizen. But every person, has a, every American-born citizen has a right to vote. So somehow this word citizen, though, is taken off the census. We don't know who citizens are. And so you shouldn't have to, because the Constitution was written before driver's licenses, for example. They didn't have that in the consideration. So to say you require a driver's license to vote or, or an ID, well, that the Constitution doesn't spell that out all that well. Now, we probably ought to get someone like G.R. Mobley on to talk about that, but... Um, the Dems want these illegal aliens they have allowed to invade our country to vote Dem or want anyone who will vote Dem to vote, including dead people and foreigners. So this guy, Alex Bruzewitz, he says, wow, the Biden DOJ is suing Arizona because they just passed a law requiring proof of citizenship to vote in federal elections. What does that tell you? Now, that's going to be challenged all the way up to the Supreme Court. And what's sad about it is you got people living in New York City that are living in the Hotel Roosevelt, the Roosevelt Hotel for seven months, getting paid more money than welfare recipients. Here in the Roosevelt Hotel? Yes, yes. And you are receiving food? so basically they're staying in a hotel, three square meals a day, rent-free. Unbelievable. So now they're asked, who are you going to vote for? Who are you going to vote for? They're illegal. Illegal migrants talk about 2024 election. They believe they entered... Ill, uh, le- Here's what they believe. The illegals believe they entered legally because they made a claim for asylum, a fake claim. So they think they can vote. Reporter, who are you going to vote for? Joe Biden. Por supuesto que por Biden. Le gusta mucho. derecho para votar? Entramos ilegal, por lo menos tenemos acceso a votar. ¿Para quién se va a votar? John Biden, que nos está ayudando a nosotros aquí. Yo creo que la mayoría Biden. So, so they go through the list, ask everybody. Everybody's voting for Joe Biden because he lets us in. And and they think that they have a legal right to vote because they think that they legally obtained asylum. Think about that for a second. 
See, Trump was right about all this stuff. Listen to this. Trump. So he black, was right about her. This is a black guy. Right here. Black people are starting to turn out for Trump in record numbers. Trump. He was right about it all. That's why they're coming after him so hard. Because all the ones coming after him are part of the agenda. He said they're going to send their rapists and all of their crime. They're definitely doing that right now. They closed prisons down and sent the people here to be put in different places strategically with all with cards and cell phones and housing. Right? He just, everything that Trump was talking about, he was right. He said that they're going to give them free health care and it's going to collapse the system. He was right. They have to do everything that they can to prevent him from getting back in office by any means necessary. He will not go along and comply with their agenda. So he is a problem. At the end of the day, Trump was right. He was right about it all. Doggone straight. <laughs> yeah. Reminder, in the case of Arizona versus Inter Intertribal Council of Arizona, 2013, the Supreme Court ruled that states cannot demand proof of a citizenship from individuals using the federal form for voting registration in federal elections. And it would contravene the NVRA's purpose and provision. The court held that the NVRA pre preempts state laws that require such additional information for registration for federal elections. That said, states can do can and do require proof of citizenship for state and local elections in some cases. Illegals can vote for Biden in 2024 is what they're what they've come up with. So very few people, Elon Musk says, very few people in America realize that their vote will be rendered meaningless with the illegal voters. This is insane, folks. So very few people in America realize this. And he was responding. Joe Rogan talks about the migrants in New York City beating cops getting released without bail, flipping off the cameras and uh, as they leave. He points out that the city provides luxury hotels and free meals to illegal immigrants while many Americans face financial difficulties. Yeah, of course. Everybody knows it. So here's something else. Emerald Robinson says, I interviewed almost every election integrity expert on my TV show, uh, the last two years, none of them think that the 2024 election will be more secure than the 2020 election, mostly because 2024 states have weak laws that do not require. Uh, no, most because 24 states have weak laws that do not require proof of citizenship to vote. PA, Pennsylvania, automatic registration to vote with driver's license. Many states prohibit asking about country of birth. Citizenship. Arizona says if citizenship cannot be determined, the person is allowed to vote. 
So it's erring on the side of if you can't prove it, then you still get the vote. Here's a powerful new Trump ad. Greatest witch hunt of all time. Let's take a listen. It is Barack Obama who corrupts the Justice Department. It is Hillary Clinton who routinely breaks the law and gets away with it. And now we have Joe Biden who's learned. He's learned from Obama that doesn't matter what you do, if you're a liberal Democrat, you will not be prosecuted. He learned from Hillary that a person in high public office can get millions and millions of dollars. And they learn from watching Donald Trump that a true outsider willing to take on the entire system could destroy their entire machine. So what you're seeing across the country is a desperate last ditch effort by a corrupt machine to destroy their most dangerous opponent. What you're witnessing is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. These are ridiculous indictments, and all they're doing is hoping for massive election interference. Our enemies want to stop me because I am the only one who's going to be able to stop them. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. We have one chance to save it, and that chance is called 2024. Whew, that's powerful. That's super, super duper super duper powerful it is ridiculous but the hive minded will repeat and any fool crap they're (laughs) told by their leaders and they won't bother to check facts before posting lies about people they don't even know in arizona no proof of citizenship equals you can vote for president and congress So they got this thing. It says a person is not required to submit proof of citizenship with the voter registration form, but failure to do so means the person will only be eligible to vote in federal elections known as being a federal only voter. A federal only voter will uh, become eligible to vote a full ballot in all federal, state, county and local elections if he or she later provides valid proof of citizenship to the appropriate county recorder's office. Why do they make it so complicated? It sounds complicated, right? David Sachs writes, The Inflation Reduction Act was actually a trillion-dollar spending bill. The border security bill is actually a mass amnesty bill. Just assume bills do the opposite of what they say. So Elon Musk responded to David Sachs, and he says, The long-term goal of the so-called border security bill is enabling illegals to vote. It will do the total opposite of securing the border. So open border. uh, Elon Musk says, entire goal of bogus Biden um, border bill is to give illegal aliens the voting rights. The border bill is the first step in a long-term bid to grant illegal aliens the right to vote in U.S. elections. So this is according to the Federalist. Uh, Musk, goal of Biden board and bill is to give illegals voting rights. You can look that article up over at the Federalist. Gets into, you know, it's a $118 billion bill. Following weeks of behind-the-scenes scheming, congressional leadership released the text of the long-hidden $118 billion bill on Sunday. Even that 
effectively enshrines President Biden's open border policies into law and does more to secure other nations' borders in America. So what are these congressmen doing? All right, so the spy game again. The CIA lost the binder that could possibly prove the Obama was responsible for Russiagate. Is this why Mar-a-Lago was raided? Remember I was talking about that earlier in the show? Let's listen to what Jesse Waters Brand had to new say. new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. And then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Joining me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. OK, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this bump? You know what a bump is, right? So the bump, right? So you just bump into somebody like at a bar or wherever, and then you kind of like re uh, report it and say, I met with this person. And then you almost manufacture what the bump was all about. I remember hearing the b word bump in the Adelson case. Remember the uh, family that killed the husband and everything in Florida. This big case is I was glued to it. I was very fascinated by that case. Um, but they had a bump. It's, it's a, it's just an industry term for, uh, you know, sort of a, a setup or an entrapment. That encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now, or Trump has it. What's that? 
Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder. But uh, as a friend of uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. And we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up. of Well, what I've been saying on the Scott Adams show for a long time, for like over a year now, I was talking about this. And what I said is what they wanted to do is go in, get the documents and reclassify them so as to bury them. But if they can't see them, they can't classify what they can't see. So these documents that were declassified, they wanted access to them so that they could reclassify them and prevent them from ever seeing the light of day. And I think what's happening now is that these documents are now out in the public. Once they're out in the public, they can't be classified anymore because the, 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 you know, the chicken has left the barn, right? This information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was this weaponized is all against a political candidate and weapon and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah. And then going to great. And, then, and Hillary Clinton paid for it and, and was the operation operational person. But it was Barack Obama. Remember, we could talk about it. The January 5th meeting in the White House. They had a meeting. Uh, that uh, they were talking about unmasking. And Samantha Power, the person who's in charge of USAID, money laundering, 101. It's, a, it's the bribery arm of the U.S. State Department, USAID. And the CIA is the spy and enforcement agency of the, of the State Department. We talk about this stuff all the time. And we've been talking about it for a long time. So, yeah, I want to get to a couple of other things. Tucker Carlson had another video where he was in a Russian shopping uh, mart. And he couldn't get over how great the prices were and how our government and our leaders are failing us. All came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 U.S. here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought. Corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country. And that's what our leaders have done to us. Yep. That's that's he's he's exposing everything. All right, I I got this up uh, here. Boom, net net. 
Talib, uh, Rashida Talib. So yesterday, Joey signed a memorandum protecting Palestinians in the U.S. for deportation, right? Uh, So right here, the House approved a resolution condemning rape and sexual violence committed by Hamas in their war with Israel. The vote was 418 to 0 to 1. One voted present. That was Rashida Tlaib. She actually supports rape. (laughs) Um, Mossad and CIA created Hamas and the Mujahideen, according to Ron Paul, right? And and then I was going to get into all this uh, different stuff about um, right here. Thousands of students in Ontario face suspensions over vaccines. Uh, Ashley, Ashley Bacon has more on uh, the push for regional. So there's, they're basically cracking down on getting your vaccine papers up to speed in Canada. Um, I had some globalist stuff that I wanted to talk about, but I would rather you hear the opening part of a 10-minute clip that we don't have time for. Um, This clip is by Victor Davis Hanson, and it's on my Twitter feed over at x.com slash Scott Adams Show, or just go to Twitter and look for at Scott Adams Show. And you'll find the Victor Davis Hanson warns America, brace yourself for what is coming in 2024. So this is 10 minutes. We're, not, we're only going to play the first four minutes, but it's really quite good. They look at Trump as a vampire and they put a stake in his heart, but they're afraid that that stake could come out any time, that he's undying and they're afraid of him. They are terrified of him. You know why they're terrified of him? Because they think he's smarter this time and he has just caused to really get angry because of what they did to him. They can write all of the Atlantic Monthly and they can write all of the New Yorker clever glib little essays about Donald Trump was a threat to democracy or they can write all their little Molly Ball time essays how clever and brilliant they were with their cabals and their conspiracies to get rid of them but deep down inside they know that if the right ever did that to barack obama or joe biden they could have really made something out of the fact that barack obama had a hot mic expose where he told the president of russia you tell vladimir that i will be flexible on missile defense that's the security of the united states of america if he gives me space in my last election. And Putin did do that. That's an impeachable offense if a phone call to Ukraine is. So they understand that, that the right could have done that to them. And they understand now the right probably will do that to them for their own survival. And they are scared. They're saying that if a MAGA candidate wins and they win the House and the Senate, we're cooked because they're going to get special prosecutors and they're going to go after the Biden family like they've never gone after anybody and they're going to find stuff because we know joe is crooked and then they're going to go after mary garland and they're going to go after mayorkas and they're not going to stop and that's why they're scared and they're going to do any everybody thinks that the danger passed they got what they wanted no 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 you're never going to see anything like what they're going to do in 2024 all this could have been reconciled all they had to do was say donald trump should not be president if that's what they believe and we're not going to do any lawfare we're not going to try to change the voting laws we're not going to pack the court we're not going to let in two states we're not going to try to abolish the senate filibuster we're not going to try to change 
there were voting ID laws. We're just going to play under, under the rules that we have. We don't need $419 million by Mark Zuckerberg infused. We don't need Sam Bankman Freed, the crook giving us $100 million. We're not going to go under the radar with George. So we're just going to show you, the American people, how we think Donald Trump should not be president and we'll have a pharaoh and they can't do that they don't trust themselves they think you know what anybody in his right mind would close that border right now close the border anybody in his right mind would recall all of those da's that have destroyed these major cities anybody in his right mind would not beg the saudis or the venezuelans are the Russians, are the Iranians to pump oil on the eve of a midterm or drain the strategic petroleum when you have so much natural gas and oil? In the, you know, nobody in their right mind would do that. And nobody in their right mind would ever just pull out of Afghanistan without warning, just so Joe Biden can say that on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 or the original October uh, invasion of Afghanistan, I'm the president that got us out. Nobody would do that. And nobody would print $6 trillion when there's a pent-up demand post-COVID lockdown and there's a supply chain disruption and throw that money without any audit or examination of who got it and why and how it was spent, but to inflate the economy and ruin it. Nobody would do that. And so they know that. And they know that they can't take that record to the American people. They have a deductive mind because they're ideologues. So they start with a premise that we're for social justice and for equity of result. And so we're moral, morally superior and smarter than anybody else. And therefore, we are entitled to do things that other people don't do. And so if under the cover of COVID and frightening people about COVID, we can change all the voting laws so that 30% instead of voting absentee and early voting shall become 70% in most states with very little audit of the level necessary to authenticate most ballots. They just do all this stuff because they start with the deductive principle. We are better. This is the vision. And therefore, the following must happen. And if things don't fit the narrative, then they go after the person. They censor it. They, they, that's how they work. And if you keep that in mind, then everybody makes sense. And what I'm saying is they go on from one lie to the next. So everybody now knows that Donald Trump, we just discussed it, was impeached for things that Joe Biden got away with. Okay, everybody knows the laptop was authentic. Everybody knows that now. Everybody knows that it would have made a big difference on that debate when Donald Trump said it was. And Joe Biden said, no, 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 51 authorities. Everybody knew that Dushinko and Charles or whatever his name, Dolan and Christopher Steele were frauds. We do. We know all of that stuff and more. If you want to listen to the balance of that, it's another five minutes of that. Uh, just visit Scott Adams show over on Twitter and you'll find it there. Uh, well, thank you for all for listening. Be sure to check out magapack.org. Make a donation if you can to help keep the Scott Adams show commercial free. Also use red state over at mypillow.com. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, buddy. Just to bury my kids right up to their knees.